0: Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ginyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. This is, of course, the fourth installment of LGBBQ 2022, our summer big gay barbecue series where we chat with members of the LGBTQ community about their love of food and have a hypothetical big gay barbecue where they bring something to the table for us to share together at the cookout. Today's guest, Jake Bowers, is a former cheesemaker, current cheese lover, and exceedingly normal enjoyer of food. Jake and I met when we were working together at a job that neither of us works at anymore, and we we are both better off for it, but we are very glad to have met each other through that, and I am very excited that Jake is in the studio with me today for the recording. A thing that doesn't happen as much anymore as it used to, and is always a treat. Thanks, COVID. All right, let's get into it. Jake, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. I don't think we've ever seen both halves of each other's faces at the same time either. Oh, no, we haven't. Like, it was still mask-mandated when we were indeed. working together. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I always like to get the guests to tell the audience a bit about themselves, because I know okay. you, but the listeners have no idea who the hell you are. I so. don't think they do. So we're going to fix that. Okay. Tell us about yourself, tell us about where you grew up, what you grew up eating, what you eat now. Okay. Uh, and, you know, since this is LGBTQ, our big gay barbecue Q series tell us about your relationship to queerness while you're at
1: it of course so I grew up in Missouri like 40 minutes south of Kansas City in a really tiny town uh I grew up pretty religiously half of my family is Mennonite and the other half is not religious my dad's side I feel like I grew up eating exactly what you would think I grew up eating in the Midwest (laughs) like a lot of casseroles um Feel like I'm probably at least part cream of mushroom soup, mm. but, you know, a okay, bit by sure. build. Um, yeah, yeah, my mom, I love her. She's learned a lot of things now, but I don't necessarily think she was the cook of her family. Sure. Yeah, a lot of casseroles. Her her like crowning dish that I loved so much. I would always ask for was called chicken roll ups. Okay. Uh, just chicken breast, kind of pounded flat with a ton of cream cheese and bacon. Um, so that was like fine dining for me growing up is the chicken breast then rolled? it is rolled up yeah it okay. must be rolled up okay you know, okay to fit the
0: the title i yeah, guess yeah. okay but the, the the chicken is the the container it is a container
1: of okay, sorts. Yes. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's I like a little that. envelope of like melted gooey cream cheese Yeah, okay. uh, delicious sure. stomach bomb i still ask for it when i go home yeah no, sounds um, really good yeah i uh it very much is <laughs> my mom's sister was kind of my food icon growing Mm -hmm. up I guess going to her house it was like oh my god there is a world beyond canned foods (laughs) and like I said no shame to my mom I loved it I loved it growing up but my aunt was a little more adventurous uh with her food very traditional like midwestern food meatloaf and with little twists here and there And, and she had her own garden so it was kind of my foray into fresh vegetables I think. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um but yeah, I uh feel like everything I grew up eating was very heavy uh midwestern mom food sure. and I loved it. I still the last time I visited my mom, the one dish I wanted her to make was a casserole with rice and ground beef and cream of mushroom soup. Sure. Like, just that simple. <laughs> I feel like
0: cream of mushroom soup is one of those things that's like really underrated I think it is, like yeah. sometimes
1: overused but always underrated but both yeah it can be both at the same time I would say yeah very much but uh, yeah yeah it, it was kind of in just about everything I ate and I I kind of miss it I yeah would say.
0: I get it my mac and cheese is controversial because I don't like make a proper cream sauce
1: for it. Okay. I use cream and mushroom soup. Oh my God. That sounds delicious.
0: And then I do like baked, like I bake it with like a layer of cheese on top. So it's like, cr- oh, like you get a the crunch. Crush? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. And like I'll layer cheese throughout. Oh right? yeah. So good. that it's not just, only cheese on top but yeah, like it's yeah. not technically a cheese sauce right so it's like is it, it has the pole and the pole that's the thing the pole isn't quite as there yeah it's more of a like baked pasta dish but like yeah. it's a really good one
1: it sounds amazing I'm, <laughs> yeah
0: i'm, in. I'm yeah. in yeah that's it like i i
1: think the cream and mushroom soup does something really nice for it you know yeah yeah it definitely enhances things yeah. certain things pasta <laughs> is one of them i would say
0: that's it it gives it it gives it a little more body
1: yeah yeah for sure for sure. Because I don't like water it down either. I just use the condensed, you know. Yeah. 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 It must be just the condensed. Yeah. That's key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I ate a lot of that stuff until I was, I don't know. I moved out on my own. Mm-hmm. And it, when you're in your 20s living on your own, you don't really eat well. But yeah. <laughs> um, when I started working in restaurants and a bakery, I was kind of introduced to like the food scene of Kansas City, mm-hmm. which is really good for, you know, a small City, but yeah being in like a the specialty food industry is kind of when I started branching out of Mom's casseroles, sure. I guess
0: Yeah, I mean I feel like there's something to like when you start working in food service your horizons expand a little bit oh very much but they they sometimes they they expand in like a really weird like single direction of like okay well i work in a pasta shop now so like hope you're ready for me You get really into pasta really into sauce really into two or three kinds of cheese like
1: that's it yeah yeah i was my first like food job outside of you know the token gay guy at a a gastropub sure was um a, a sourdough bakery okay so i kind of Learned all I could about bread and baking in that in that time, right? Um, and from there kind of branched off from that. That's the first time I tried like Cheese that wasn't processed American cheese. Sure. God love her. I love processed American cheese, but it was my first like (laughs) tasting proper Artisan cheese, right? Uh, And I just kind of went from there with my own personal food journey, I guess right
0: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, we would have, like, fancy cheese every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, like, really, like, it was it was processed squares of cheese most of the yeah. time. And, like, I still have a soft spot for that stuff. Oh, I like that s- stuff. Like, there's nothing better on, on a fridge. burger, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, you know, we wouldn't have met if we didn't share a love of nice cheese. Oh, I know. <laughs> so. Of
1: course. It was a pretty nice cheese plate. You know, yeah. they had a good selection. Yeah. Um, I'm still learning Canadian cheeses. I'm mm-hmm. very very it's like my world is expanding now sure. <laughs> um so it's really fun but uh yeah my my experience in the cheese world in the states was amazing it was it was also kind of i guess where me my queerness being gay was kind of like that and food came together sure the first farm i worked on was very queer we okay. were all gay like very gay and okay, called okay. it the big gay farm i love that
0: um that was the official name of the farm or just what you call no that's
1: that's what we called it that's okay, what okay. we call it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't the owner was not gay very okay. straight like buttoned up woman but uh um, but she was okay
0: with all you guys oh so yeah that's, yeah. That's, yeah that's something
1: <laughs> yeah it was such a cool experience it was kind of commune but it okay, was sure. it was really fun that was uh was that the goat farm it was sheep farm sheep farm yeah 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 i learned to make cheese with Like beautiful sheep's milk, uh, which was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Like, I feel like the food world, for all that it is full of like assholes and like tough guys and stuff. Yeah. It also, I think, is very open to
1: like weirdos. It is. I feel like you kind of have to deal with a fair amount of that. Like, Mm -hmm. there is going to be the most aggressive sort of like, I don't know, like, straight dude for lack of a better term that you just have to coincide with Mm -hmm. and likewise yeah there's always it's queer and also aggressively straight at the same time Uh, yeah
0: it's kind of it's kind of a fun balance honestly it really (laughs) is it
1: really is (laughs) like it can be exhausting but also
0: like I don't know it feels like a a safe environment for that exhaustion compared to like the rest of the world oh absolutely absolutely
1: it's definitely contained in almost like i feel like everybody everybody has to get, like a rite of passage in the food world you right
0: know? even the straight guys who work in food get it oh yeah bit, they're know? gonna have
1: to be okay with you know the gay dude behind the bar twirling in 20 minutes late with a nice coffee i right. guess <laughs> as you do yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah 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 so you've touched on it you know Gay farm cheese, yeah, yeah. Gay farm cheese, very important.
1: That's your identity. Life. Your whole yeah. identity. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Nothing else but gay farm and cheese.
0: <laughs> and that brought you to Montreal, too. That's how it did. Yeah, that's yeah. How we
1: knew each other. I was working in uh, on a goat dairy, deeply upstate New York, um, <laughs> and met my now husband just on Tinder, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And took the bus over the border to visit each other, and got married. And now I live here. Amazing. Yeah, now I'm that. learning French so I can get back into the cheese world. Nice. Uh, yeah, it is hard to
0: to work in, like, specialized fields in Quebec without French. That's yeah,
1: the... <laughs> especially outside of Montreal, I think it's yeah. going to be very important.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Did, did you find, like, apart from the, like, big gay sheep farm, mm-hmm. did you find that, like, doing cheese work... There's the sentence, yeah. Did, did you find that, like, doing, like, working in cheese, like was an environment that like made it possible to like be yourself to like explore yourself yeah absolutely Explore yourself
1: around cheese you know i do feel like it was kind of i I don't know if it was necessary but growing up where i did i i definitely felt the need to maybe contain myself a little bit contain my queerness be i I wouldn't say in the closet even half in the closet but maybe not be as uh full throttle with it sure. i guess <laughs> tone, tone things <laughs> so, down yeah yeah, yeah yeah just you know for the uh, comfortability of everybody around me right. i guess which sounds crazy to say out loud no but, but I, get um, it. I think we do that yeah, you know? yeah yeah It kind of uh i don't know yeah make everybody else comfortable right. but um no this farm was really it was like encouraged we uh cool. and it, it was i i think it's kind of Strange when people discuss their work as like being kind of a family, but it definitely was like Mm -hmm. a family you know, we were doing this kind of thankless hard gross job (laughs) all together constantly and uh, We were all you know similar walks of life growing up in the Midwest and queer and I don't know We just all encouraged each other to be Our truest selves. I, I really look back on I loved that time. I think that was kind of uh a really important time of my life for me. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it sounds really wonderful. I, I think there is something really like on that like family thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I think there's a line between employers who insist that you're a family and Groups of coworkers who feel like a family. Oh, right?
1: absolutely! Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. one of those
0: is like blatantly toxic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just like a really nice little community. If thing.
1: you're in an interview and they're like, "We're a family-run," yeah, Run. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's not that's not a good thing. But no, yeah, we kind of uh, kind of all came together. We all clicked really well, and um, yeah, I was there for three years, and uh, I learned so much. It was it was amazing. It, it taught me more about myself and the thing I love doing now so I love that yeah
0: yeah it's it's nice to get those like formative
1: like formative
0: experiences that are also not terrible you know yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and I'm lucky found it pretty early in my 20s too Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like something I feel like uh, people look a long time to find and it just kind of fell in my lap you know that's the best yeah (laughs) yeah
0: I mean that's it like I I've worked for like genuine family businesses right where it's Mm. like this is a like company owned by a family like my current job is like at a pasta shop that's like been passed down from mother to son like you know it's the same family has owned it for like 45 years yeah but it's not run like a small family business you know like it's run well and like you're not treated like you know (laughs) like the odd man out of the family yeah exactly like it's good it's a good job yeah but I've also done the job where it's like when you hear your family and like it's Ugh. not it's not good and Scary. like horrifying you get your time taken advantage exactly of that is yeah they're
1: just trying to steal your time That's yeah, all yeah it exactly is. that's it <laughs>
0: it's like okay are we a family or are you just like taking my, my yeah you know taking advantage of my exactly like, your yeah nature, right i
1: definitely have faced my fair share of that in the food industry i think <laughs> everybody has. Yeah, I think
0: so. I it, think it runs its risks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you alluded to growing up like fairly Christian. I like the way that you put it as half your family is Mennonite and the other half were not anything. Yeah. And that averages out to being fairly Christian fairly because Christian. of how intense Mennonites can be. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, my particular uh, I don't know, strain of Mennonite, <laughs> I don't know how you would call it, <laughs> Um was just kind of thinly veiled like hardcore evangelism. Mm -hmm. Definitely like women in the cool bonnets and stuff during church. But uh I I don't know if it was all if it was Mennonite by anything other than title. I (laughs) I, it still was very hardcore and kind of backwoods religion, I would say. Um and that was my my mom's side. Um my my dad's side was not religious at all. My dad, when my parents met, my dad had, like, hair down his back and was not a, a rock band, so okay, okay. it was kind of a weird, like, church on Sunday morning, seeing my dad at a bar on Saturday night. Sure. Like, it, it was kind of a weird upbringing. <laughs> That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it yeah. for anything. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I don't know if the religious side was the best place to grow up gay. Sure, it, it's yeah. not really an issue now, mm-hmm. um, but it was kind of difficult at the time uh my high school that i went to in the small town was strangely very gay okay i uh, out of like uh, 200 people in my class like 10 dudes were out before me okay it was okay. openly gay uh so it was very easy for me cool uh, none of my friends nice were like surprised. <laughs> i know it's it's kind of sh- i'm still shocked when i think about it like that could have been bad that could have been a bad situation right. even even like one of my best friends was, I know this is a very much a cliche, the quarterback of the football team, you know, he would still like (laughs) hang out, not that he shouldn't have, but it's not typically what people think of in like deep Missouri. Sure.
0: Well, and especially like you're, you're in your early thirties. Yeah. 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 So like when we were in high school, like, you know, it was different from how it is now. Yeah. Like it's more normal now, I think. I mean, depending on where you are, obviously, but like generally speaking, like there is less of a divide between like the jocks and the queer kids now than there was when we were in school. Oh, for sure. This new generation is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I love it. They, they live in a post-Glee world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Glee fixed everything. That's it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's it, really. Like it, it is I like... do feel like it probably, probably is some truth to that. Like, yeah,
0: that's the thing, right? Like it's it's silly and like Glee has a lot of faults, but like at the same time, like I do think there was a bit of a cultural shift like – I don't know if Glee caused the cultural shift so much as kind of pushed it, maybe. happened at the same time as it, yeah. you know? I,
1: I have to, I wonder, I might, this might be like conjecture, but I feel like my mom's love of Glee kind of made my coming out easier. Sure. Um, yeah. I feel like it made it more palatable for her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. She's like, but, well,
0: I love Kurt Hummel, so. Yeah, right? <laughs> I guess I like, love you too. <laughs> yeah, if I, can
1: love him, if I can love this character, I can love my son, I right. guess. Yeah, I don't know how should we, that was kind of our, routine was watching glee and yeah i get it it didn't make it easier i will say
0: (laughs) yeah i I think that that that's legit though right like i there are these moments where pop culture can normalize stuff yeah make it a little easier like it bridges that gap a little bit it has it has those conversations
1: so that you don't have to as much yes and thank god i do not want to have those you know right it's (laughs) hard with a parent you know mennonite mother but yeah. uh, she's so good now i'm 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 lucky to cool. have her so yeah that's and i'm lucky she had glee i guess there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right on that yeah. note
0: we are going to hop over to the mid-roll for a second find out about all the ways that you can give the show money and stuff and then when we get back we're going to talk more and more about food Hey, hey, it's time for the mid-roll. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating review we get during the month of August, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need, so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating review of the show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. There is literally no other way to turn zero to six. So if that math is exciting for you, go do it. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. This coming Saturday, August 27th, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Tefer and I and Toby also, obviously, will be at the Geordie Food Fair here in Montreal. It's taking place at Selwyn House School at 95 Chemin de la Côte Saint Antoine in Westmount here in Montreal. Uh, come out to it. There is no fee to get in. Uh, There will be stuff that you can buy So bring some cash or card or whatever So that you can, you know, buy some goodies But it's a free event that you can come to For free With a lot of wonderful people in the Montreal area doing wonderful things with food. You'll be able to learn about food and taste food and support the Geordie Theatre Company in the process. If you don't know, Geordie Theatre is a company that does a lot of work with uh, kids theatre primarily here in Montreal and around Canada. They do a lot of really awesome stuff and this is their latest fundraising event so obviously it being a fundraiser even though it is free entry please bring a little bit of money so that you can pick some stuff up and also donate to them so that they can continue to do the awesome work that they're doing because let's be real theater is lovely and enriches people's lives in the same way that food does it just like food can nourish your body theater can nourish your soul and jordi is doing a hell of a lot of nourishing so yeah come on out on august 27th you can see us we'll have a little tent a booth or something I mean, to be honest with you, at the time of recording, we have nothing prepared for it. Just physically. We know what we're doing. We just, I don't know what it's going to look like. But find us. You know what we look like. And if you don't, you can find us on Instagram and find out what we look like. (laughs) You know how it works. We'll be there. It'll be obvious who we are. Come say hello. Foodies and families alike will delight in the delicious programming, a first of its kind for the Geordie Theatre Organization, but hopefully not the last. I think they will be doing this for many years to come because it is going to be super Duper rad. So yeah, coming out to the Geordie Theatre Food Fair this Saturday at Selwyn House School in Westmount, Quebec from eleven to four. There'll be face painting, book readings, crafts, theater workshops for kids, interactive sessions, food demos, beer tasting, and more. I'm assuming the beer tasting is not for kids, but you don't know, maybe you can taste it. No, your kids cannot taste beer. Not even gonna joke about that. Please come to the event, demo some food, taste some beer, interact with some sessions, do some crafts, read some books. Come hang out with us. It's going to be fun. You're going to have a good time. I promise. Lastly, here in the mid-roll, I would like to mention that this show could not and would not exist without donations from lovely listeners like you over at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod. We'll have a little bit more information about that at the end of the show, but if you want to check out ways that you can support us financially, go to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and check it out. You can give us as little as a dollar a month and get all kinds of awesome perks. And, you know, at the end of the day, a dollar a month is not much for you, but it goes a long way for us because it adds up, you know. If every person listening to this gives us a dollar month we can pay a bill you know <laughs> that's something so yeah patreon.com slash no bad food pod think about it i guess all right that's enough from me here in the mid-roll let's get back to me and jakey all right you ready to talk about barbecue i think so let's We're, do it let's do it let's talk barbecue so obviously this is lgbbq mm-hmm. our big gay barbecue the b stands for barbecue i love it <laughs> and, and bisexual. Uh, I'm tired. Um, And our theme for LGBTQ this year is everybody's got something to bring to the cookout. So, Jake, coming from Kansas City, Missouri, uh,
1: all the way to Montreal, what are you going to bring to our barbecue? Okay, so um, I'm going to throw it back to my Aunt Tammy again, uh, the cook of the family. Shout out Aunt Tammy. Um, She would always bring, which I still dream about to this day, I think it's necessary. As far as I'm concerned, the barbecue is all about the sides. Sure. Like, give me the cheapest burnt to a crisp hot dog and i'll be happy but the sides better be like slamming you know okay okay uh so i would have to bring my aunt's uh deviled egg potato salad okay okay two of the best side dishes mixed into one i would say okay you gotta tell me about this because
0: i heard deviled eggs and my brain immediately went hell yeah and then i heard potato salad and i went huh yes how does this work tell me about it so i
1: think it's Basically just a potato salad with some boiled eggs in it. Okay. <laughs> um, which I love it. Give sure. Me, give me all of that, you know. Uh, definitely on the sweet side, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe a... I'm going to get this confused with... Let me get my whip right. Miracle whip. Okay, yeah. Not cool. Whip. Not cool whip. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Cool uh, whip is the one that's whipped cream. Miracle yes. whip is the one that's mayo. In theory, yes. Yeah, yeah. both yeah, of I, those are yeah <laughs> generous. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was a cool whip based miracle whip based now i'm confused the mayo based yeah (laughs) sweet very sweet mayonnaise based potato salad okay okay. um hefty amount of yellow mustard boiled eggs Mm -hmm. but the like thing that set it apart was the appearance i guess okay she would set it up to look like a tray of Deviled eggs, okay, which is so important to the taste, I guess. Sure. Um. So sliced eggs on top, uh, boiled eggs on top with a ton of paprika, which is important to it too, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. But God, yeah, I just I could throw back like pounds of that sure. when I was a kid.
0: I mean, honestly, like deviled eggs are amazing. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm loyal to paprika. Like paprika is in my blood. I am Hungarian. Yes, yeah. is important to me, but deviled eggs specifically like especially if you get like a really nice like i don't know do you do you do like a little pickle juice in the mixture for the for the yolk
1: i gotta say i i would personally i i can't speak for my aunt's recipe because she's it's like top secret top secret nobody has it nobody in the she's sure. the only one that had mm-hmm. it um i she's no longer with us i i okay. hope she has passed it down to her daughters um but i it was very sweet. I just remember mm-hmm. being so sweet. And The Midwest, with its barbecue, is very, like, everything has some sugar in it, sure, you know? Yeah. still my cooking today. I think my husband is always kind of getting on my case because I want everything to be kind of sweet and sure. kind of salty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's like an age-old question of, like, do you put sugar in your tomato sauce?
1: Like, oh man, I would. I yeah. absolutely would. And honey afterwards. Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I get it. Like I I'm not Midwestern. I am from here. Yeah. <laughs> from Montreal. But like I get the appeal. I I yeah. do like every time that I hear like guests on the show have talked for years about Midwestern like dishes and I'm always like, yeah, right.
1: All yeah. Right. They've gotta <laughs> just have all of the good tastes mixed yeah. in the water, you know? Like yeah. and that's the thing. It was all of my favorite sides were like heavily sugary (laughs) mayo basically i think that's what i like is sweet mayo i don't know
0: yeah i mean i get it like so it's funny because we're this is the fourth part of lgbq this Mm. year so far we've had now two sides and also two drinks No one has brought a meat, like no one's brought a man, and I find that really interesting because I think that is—I mean—that might partly be because we're framing it as what would you bring to our barbecue, and you don't often bring your own meat to a barbecue, yeah. So, like,
1: you know, unless asked, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: Um, but you know, I—I think it also speaks to, like you said, a barbecue is kind of all about the sides.
1: Oh yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the meat is just kind of like the the draw, the glue that holds all the sides together. The reason to bring sides, well, I guess. Well,
0: that's it. Because for the barbecue to be good, you need something that smells really good. Yes. And that, like, gives you an excuse to start a fire. Uh, yeah. But that's not going to be the only thing you eat. That's not going to be the only thing you do. Because, like, cooking on a barbecue takes time, right? Yeah. So all the sides, all the drinks, all that stuff is, like, as important.
1: Oh, yeah. it's yeah. Really, You have to be able to graze the moment you step foot that's into it. the barbecue. Yeah. And the, the table of sides is, like... <laughs> Uh, the holy grail of grazing, I guess.
0: So is this, is it potato salad on the bottom, deviled eggs on top? Or yeah. are there eggs mixed into the potato well, salad well? there is.
1: Well? there are eggs mixed into the potato salad as well. Okay, okay. But, uh, but the eggs on top the are eggs on important top are for the presentation. For presentation, yes. Yeah. Like, very important. Yeah, and okay. obviously, an extra half-boiled egg in the bite doesn't course, hurt, you know? Yeah, no, no,
0: of course. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because I'm thinking about, like, a good potato salad, like yeah I, I like eggs in there mm-hmm. you know like even even not thinking of it as a deviled egg thing like some chunks of boiled egg yeah, yeah. right sounds so good. good yeah but i really like the the extra texture you get from having the disc on top oh yeah that's got to take it to the next level yeah a little bit. It,
1: it, it, amazing it was the first to go obviously like sure <laughs> if you, you would scrape the top layer off if yeah. you got to the plate first but uh <laughs> Yeah, it's very important. It's what brings you over and keeps you coming back, I guess. That's it. The eggy layer.
0: Well, and I think there's something extra fun about, like... I don't necessarily think of deviled eggs as a barbecue side. Okay. Like, I think of them as a party side, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think of them as, like, a potluck dish. But I think because... I think of barbecue as outdoors. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want whole. A deviled of egg, egg is weird outdoors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's weird. like a like a tepid yeah. egg
1: is not really on anybody's you know. That's it. Favorite but, food list, but
0: putting putting a like nod to it on top of a salad mm-hmm. makes it a barbecue food. In oh yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think that's brilliant because it yeah. means that you can then have deviled eggs at your outdoor. party. Yeah,
1: I, I will say that on top of the deviled egg potato salad at my family barbecue there were, always was an extra tray of deviled eggs okay okay <laughs> it's just important for my family sure. to have that but you've got to <laughs> eat them fast you have to eat them <laughs> fast. yeah 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 that is like walk and take two like a you know, when you walk into a resort and take a cocktails, sure. we're standing at the door with a doubled egg.
0: I like the idea of a waiter standing at the door holding deviled eggs on a platter. Oh my God, I
1: would keep them coming, Constantly. right? Constantly. <laughs>
0: the appetizers are, and this is not a bold, like a, a profound statement or anything by <laughs> any means, but like appetizers really do just kind of make things better across the board. Oh yeah. we um, We went to the restaurant that I work at yesterday for dinner Mm -hmm. because i get a discount and we didn't have any groceries amazing i was like let's go yeah and uh we sell these like deep fried stuffed olives oh my god (laughs) they're like stuffed with like meat and cheese and like breaded and i gotta tell you there is nothing like a little basket of fried olives with a lemon wedge oh you know like you're waiting for your food and you squirt some lemon on some fried like the perfect little bite it's so
1: good yeah that sounds so good i will have to make a visit there yeah yeah some fried olives
0: (laughs) it's it's really something and like that's it like a deviled egg is kind of a perfect little like first bite kind of situation oh yeah you know yeah yeah
1: i i i feel like most occasions call for deviled eggs sure like like you said being a outside in the heat it might be weird i would still bring them sure. i would still eat them yeah um
0: but that's it you just want to you just want to make sure they get eaten
1: fast yeah, you just yeah. and they will right. they yeah. always do it's That's not it. there's no problem with that
0: yeah i feel like if you go to a party and the deviled eggs get let out or like left out for too long mm-hmm. there's something wrong with the other people at that party
1: oh yeah that's not a party you want to be at if yeah. there's some deviled <laughs> eggs left over yeah. that, those are the wrong people I yeah think.
0: like unless it's because you just got there and like, you know, they were saving them for you. Oh, that's very you know? nice. That's yeah. very nice. It's yeah. like, oh, the party's been going for a couple of hours. These eggs are hot, but we knew Jake was coming. Yeah. So, like, we saved I, them for say, it.
1: I think it would still be suspicious. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have saved these eggs for anybody. Sure. I'm going to be <laughs> selfish and eat them right now. But like if they knew it was you coming and they were
0: like, Jake's coming. Gotta have those eggs. Jake, Jakey needs his that's eggs. That's very nice. That's you know? very nice.
1: <laughs> I do need my eggs. Thank you. So if I'm coming to your party, save me some deviled eggs. That's I it. That's
0: <laughs> it. I, I also like the sort of thematically, there's something fun about like deviled eggs at a barbecue because of the fire aspect of it, right? Yeah. 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 I like that. Fire and the devil's eggs. Is
1: that, is that really not a barbecue? I, I, I really truly cannot I imagine know. a barbecue without deviled eggs. I'm going to Google, are deviled eggs a barbecue food? <laughs> Because I'm really curious, like, what the what the world thinks about this. It's probably my family are the only ones <laughs> on the planet. They're like, yes, let's set this next to open flame. I'm seeing a lot of
0: recipes for barbecue deviled eggs. Oh. Not barbecued deviled barbecue. eggs. Barbecue. Barbecue,
1: like, flavor. Okay. Profile. I don't know if I'd be into that.
0: Like a little barbecue sauce? I could see it.
1: it. I, I'm sure it would be... Fine, but it um, might be wrong though. It might be wrong. Yeah, the deviled egg is sacred. I I, I remember a, a few years ago in Kansas City, there was like a deviled egg trend. Like every restaurant had a special twelve dollar deviled egg on the menu. Okay, <laughs> none of them were as good as just your classic. Sure, that's you can't mess with the classic. That's the thing. Like you can do.
0: Like, I get it. There's something fun about playing around with deviled eggs. Yeah. Topping them with something
1: different. They they are pretty like uh, a blank canvas, I yeah. guess. But yeah, like there really
0: is nothing like the sort of standard like mustard. I think pickle juice is essential. Yeah. In the mix. Personally, yeah, yeah. And then the paprika on top. Like, yeah, something like that. You can't beat it but I have had like a blue cheese deviled egg. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Stinky. It's really good. Yeah, but a little stinky, a stinky, but really. Girl. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's already stinky. Might as well throw yeah, some yeah, nice let's cheese let's on throw, Let's throw extra stink on it. Yeah, but that's it. It's like, you know, a little blue cheese, a little bacon. That's where I think the barbecue sauce could come in actually If you did a deviled egg With bacon Bacon, blue cheese, and barbecue uh, Yeah, I'd be into that Yeah, right No <laughs>
1: less than 12 of those in one sitting I'd Yeah, say. <laughs> that's it
0: I, And and that's the nice thing with
1: deviled eggs Is like you can make 24 of them out of a carton uh, Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> What more do you want? Uh, only 24 24 is a perfect amount for me That's it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> for you specifically? For me specifically, okay, yeah, okay. yeah I
1: was the deviled egg kid of the family Okay Yeah You would yeah. eat the whole plate? Yeah, I, I think I'd get my ex my like extra plate if my aunt had time. Okay, okay. She'd hold some back. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I was always like,
0: I think I would probably eat more of the deviled eggs than anyone else in the house. But yeah. like Only in that I would like have my share and then make sure that there was none left on the plate once everyone had had some. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like you got to have someone whose job is to make sure that the eggs don't get hot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody keep their eyes on that plate of eggs. That's it. Yeah. Unless you have like a refrigerated table, which like um, no, we did know. not mess with that in, yeah. <laughs> in Missouri. <laughs> not Missouri. No. What is so you you mentioned like
0: Midwestern barbecue earlier, mm-hmm. and everything being like a mix of sweet and salty. What is the sort of like? I mean, obviously you're not bringing a meat to the spot barbecue. You're yep. bringing the potato salad, but like, what is the sort of meat profile
1: where you're from? So barbecue is huge in Kansas City yeah. I, um, I don't want to step on any toes But it could be the barbecue capital Of, of the states uh, okay, I, know, okay. I know people will argue with that But uh, I think Kansas City Barbecue is very Like meat forward sauce Second like the okay. sauce is definitely A DIY thing and okay, it is okay. Extremely sweet like my sure. favorite to- If I'm getting this correctly I think it's Called Cowtown Barbecue sauce and okay. the base is like Blueberry jam uh, so extremely sweet okay um that sounds nice but it is very meat and smoke forward barbecue when it, when i was growing up was was a very like special occasion food sure. like uh grandma's turning 50 there's going to be like five huge aluminum trays of pulled pork sure. and like cheesy corn uh so i like thinking of like just a backyard barbecue yeah cheesy corn It's yeah. like a moment for cheesy corn right <laughs> a backyard barbecue typically didn't have like kansas city barbecue it's like okay, i said sure. like burnt burgers and hot dogs yeah. that you know
0: cost the, nothing the, the cookout as opposed to the barbecue yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Bar- barbecue is just I, when i grew up i Moved right down the street from uh, Kansas City Joe's, like the barbecue place of Kansas City, so it became kind of a regular part of my diet. Sure, but growing up, it felt like very—I don't know. This is like we are going all out tonight and going to have a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: I get that. Yeah, I googled barbecue capital of the United States, oh, what and does it say? Uh, the first thing—and now, granted, this is from visitkc.com. So, okay. grain of salt. There is a bias here, <laughs> yeah. uh, but apparently, since the early 1900s, the words Kansas City and barbecue have been synonymous uh, with people calling Kansas City the barbecue capital of the world. Oh my God. Now, a little bit further down on Google, LawnStarter.com, who I'm guessing are slightly less biased, although I'm not sure, yeah. <laughs> um, rank St. Louis, Missouri. St. Oh, Louis? Oh, my God. Um, St. Louis? St. Louis, yeah. St. Louis, yeah. Uh, slightly above Kansas City, with an overall score of 49.41 to Kansas City's 46.45. I've never heard such a With thing. Chicago, Illinois coming in third by, like, a large margin between those two.
1: Oh, that is crazy i've never i've heard of like texas barbecue and uh, uh is tennessee barbecue a thing i don't know st louis barbecue no, i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna say no i think i have yeah. enough authority on barbecue to say that's not an actual that's, that's thing. a nonsense ranking yeah yeah, or, yeah you heard it here lawnstarter.com <laughs> they don't know what they're talking incorrect, about. incorrect incorrect <laughs> they definitely live in st louis yeah i would believe it and I've never had Chicago barbecue. I didn't even know that was a thing
0: I've heard that Chicago has like a pretty like significant barbecue culture. I couldn't tell you what it is, oh yeah, I was but, that's
1: yeah. not like front of mind when I've been to Chicago. I'm like, yeah. I need pizza like right away. hot dog yeah, pizza hot dog um an Italian beef, yeah, sandwich but never barbecue, yeah apparently
0: there's a barbecue scene in in chicago I'll i don't have, know i'll have to check it out i guess <laughs> i would like not be shocked if it's not too different from like other midwestern barbecues yeah are, like,
1: <laughs> i i feel like when you say the barbecue capital of whatever the variations really are not that different like it's i think it's all kind of the same base and it's like this place is saucier or this sauce is more vinegary here or something but i don't know i i'm i'm gonna stick with kansas city it's uh I'm gonna say that's the true barbecue capital of the world.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I would I would believe it.
1: Yeah, based on
0: nothing. Yeah, I would yeah. believe it. But
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not lying to you. I promise. Yeah, well,
0: you know, fair. What's like the if if you had one meat, if you only had one meat?
1: Yes, barbecued. Yeah, pulled pork. Okay, all the way. All right, all right. And kind of dry too. Like I said, the dry sauce pork? is. Like, yeah, like oh, maybe I a see. dab of sauce on sauce it. Sauce I don't need it. So- the pulled pork. Uh, sure pretty much in every barbecue place you go to in kansas city is killer i mean it's sure. like 60 percent fat like mm-hmm. running down mm-hmm. your chin with every bite you know well, i assumed when you said dry you just meant sauce oh yeah no it's not, not like not dry you know? dry <laughs> yeah. like sauce yeah sauce less
0: yeah. yeah well i mean that's the thing right like a good a gold a gold a gold pulled <laughs> gold pole park yeah don't need sauce no good you know no, gold standard
1: yeah gold, gold standard <laughs>
0: <laughs> the gold, gold. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. bowl. no it's, yeah if it's done right you don't need the sauce yeah but the sauce is like you know it's it's an extra touch sure well especially if it's made with blueberry jam oh it's so good. i'm losing my mind thinking it's about so blueberry, good, right it's it and it's really like good. distinct like i i think most barbecue sauces have something kind of you know, an extra... There's a sweet. Throw, yeah, an extra sweet or something. But the yeah. you definitely taste the blueberries. In sure. Those.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, blueberry
1: has such a distinct flavor that, like...
0: Because, yeah, I, I think of, like, sort of the default for me with barbecue sauce is, like, maybe molasses as, like, the sugar. Name, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or brown, brown sugar. Brown sugar. Molasses-y. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. Sometimes ketchup, you uh, know, yeah, like, yeah. Dep- depending on up. where you're going. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it, right? But it's like, you know, you need the vinegar, you need the ma- the mustard... You need like something a little hot, yeah, and then you need like a sweet thing, and the idea of that sweet thing being so fruity is really appealing
1: it's it's great and yeah. it, i don't it goes so well with like the smokiness sure. I, I don't know, I can't explain it it's just yeah it all works in tandem to be like <laughs> perfect,
0: yeah, no, I love it i would i would I would happily destroy some some blueberry flavored pork yeah
1: i will I will say that it's not like the standard labor for kansas city barbecue It's is one specific place you know but uh, i don't know it stands it it stands above all i guess
0: i mean you know if it's if it's the one that's essential for you then that's what counts right true true you know (laughs) (laughs) you're not you're not here as all of kansas city you're here as jake bowers yeah you're right you know
1: and i would i would never speak for all of kansas city it's it's everybody in kansas city has their own barbecue of choice (laughs) and they will fight you for it oh yeah yeah (laughs) well
0: that's that's the thing right like barbecue is controversial yeah barbecue is uh, i think because it is from so many different places with everybody wants to claim it yeah and it's like the only people who can really claim it are like ancient civilizations that have been doing it longer or, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but like you know, and so like at the end of the day it's like it's silly to fight over who has the best barbecue yeah instead we should just like enjoy all of it
1: we should i you I, know, you know there's kind of fun everybody loves a little you know head to head between regions yeah and their food of choice <laughs> a little, little regional competition yeah never hurt anybody <laughs> yeah
0: but like but that's it like you can't if the thing brings the person joy That's what matters the most, you know. Literally, all that matters. That's it. Yeah. So slap some some blueberry jam on your sausage. Oh, please do. Pull a (laughs) egg on your (laughs) on your barbecue.
1: Oh yeah, egg it up, blueberry it up. Yeah. Dump a a bunch of paprika on top. Oh yes, blueberry (laughs) egg. You know,
0: actually, I'm thinking about it. Deviled egg. Hear me out. Okay. It's a deviled egg. Low blue cheese. Yes. Low blueberry jam. Oh. I think I'm stuck on the bacon here. I think I want to put bacon. I on think, top. Yeah, I
1: think a little bit of smoke would be necessary with yeah. the with the blueberry. Yeah, too. I think that would kind of pull it all together.
0: That's it. But I think yeah. that, that I think that the blueberry jam with the blue cheese. Oh, it would give you a really blue so bite, good. which is fun. Yeah, blue devil. You know, a yeah, little Hercules, Hades action. Yeah, like I kind of think that would it. really,
1: really be tasty. I don't know. Oh, that sounds so good. So
0: there you go, folks. Make some <laughs> blueberry bacon eggs, deviled eggs, deviled egg salad it's the trend. That's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's bring the deviled egg trend back. I think we should. We could. I like it, but I let's just keep it let's keep it minimal. Yeah. I, I don't need uh all that stuff stacked on top. Quite I, it's I glamour. Know, it's the fried deviled egg thing, I never what quite did you ever see that? Fried you mean like a well, the like thing a is, scotch egg? It's kind of like a scotch egg. The just the white is like breaded and fried with the kind of deviled filling nestled on top.
0: Okay, I don't it hate like a this a
1: lot. I'm not
0: going to lie to you. I don't hate. I'm looking at pictures of
1: this, and I don't hate it. I'm sure it looks beautiful, like a little deep fried boat. Come yeah, on,
0: that's the thing with the having the topping on top after, like lovingly dolloped onto it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that is that. key to a double egg. Though you have to treat them with love. I think you yeah. can, it really you can tell if it's just slopped on. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be sloppy <laughs> don't with your slop eggs. your double eggs. Don't slop them. So you're you're you think you'd be a fan of the fried deviled egg.
0: I think I'd like it. I don't know if I would like it more than a normal deviled egg.
1: Okay. But I think if okay. it was
0: presented to me as a little tasty morsel, I would give it a go and I'd probably
1: like it. Yeah, yeah. It would be hard to pass. I can't imagine a person that would be like, you know, I'm not really going to try that right now.
0: I'm just like mentally thinking about the texture here and like it probably wouldn't be too different from like a good bite of like hash brown with egg at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's and like true. that's yeah. good. So... Yeah, I don't I don't think the texture would be bad at all actually yeah. I think it would be nice just seems like a, a lot of work for something that is
0: perfect as is that's the kicker is that
1: I don't think it's necessary yeah yeah, yeah. I, I guess a lot of like foods that are delicious aren't necessary but yeah
0: <laughs> that's it and that's it right at the end of the day like is it even necessary to make deviled eggs like, that's already a step further than you necessarily it's need to go, right? absolutely it is
1: necessary. I don't know if I'd, uh, if I'd <laughs> like, want to live on this planet without a double egg. But that's
0: it, right? It's necessary for joy. Yeah, true. But, like, is it the easiest way to eat that flavor combination and that texture? Not no, even. because you could probably
1: just like a boiled egg into mayo and mustard.
0: <laughs> that's it. Like, you could, you know. <laughs> but how boring.
1: Good. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. No. It wouldn't be the same. A, but, no. The devil was not involved with that. No. That's no. some angel eggs. <laughs> angel eggs. <laughs> I don't have time for that.
0: <laughs> Ew. now I need to know if anyone has made angel eggs. Oh, you know they have. I'm sure they're bad, right? Oh, they gross. Can- oh no no. It's a
1: just a boiled egg whole. Right. Oh, what is it? Okay, I'm, I'm seeing I'm
0: seeing two different ones here, and both of them upset me. Mm. The first one, this is what we're going to end on, is a yucky note. Okay, <laughs> you ready? <laughs> it's the <perfect>. first <laughs> one is angel eggs from Food.com uh i think i might have a bias here uh mascarpone gray (laughs) poupon paprika okay so it's the mascarpone instead of
1: mayo okay i i uh okay do do you angel egg i guess i don't Uh, hate that that's not the worst thing i've ever heard i do hate this next one okay (laughs) this one's from
0: he and she eat clean (laughs) oh my god so you know Got a whole lot of feelings yeah. about that. Yeah, already. And uh, the mixture is Greek yogurt, Dijon, dill, and lemon juice. No, which no, 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 like, no. look, I don't, I love dill, I, I love mustard, I love lemon juice. Yeah, I like all of those things separately. I can give or take Greek yogurt. I'll be honest, but I uh, it bugs me on an egg like that. Yeah, you know, and I'm
1: I'm I'm just not gonna be here for like mayo erasure. Yeah. That's not, no, you yeah. can't, you can't substitute y- yogurt for mayo.
0: Oh God. Okay. I'm stumbling into vegan, egg, vegan eggs situation, no. vegan egg territory here. I need to get out vegan of this corner egg. Of Google.
1: Mm, mm, delicious. I mean, love it. delicious, The best.
0: Oh boy. Well, on that note, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jake, thank you hey, for thank being you part, for part having... of LGBTQ this year on No Bad Food. Thank you for having me. Uh, is there anything you want to plug or final words of wisdom you want people to, to hear social medias you want them to check out anything like that Uh, that's your
1: chance i guess all i have to say is eat more deviled eggs there you go yeah that's it
0: there you go eat more deviled eggs put a little (laughs) blueberry on there yeah yeah do it do it all (laughs) up sweet well thanks again thank you Thank you so much for listening to No Bad Food. Do you want to join the conversation? Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at no Bad Food Pod and individually at TufferBear and at Zalatni. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, you can head to patreon.com NoBadFoodPod to donate. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Gab, Kendalyn, Thomas, and Erica Carlea, Andrew, Chantal, David, Mallory, and Sarah. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. If that's exciting for you, you can head to patreon.com NoBadFoodPod to make it happen we also have merch and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at T Public. and of course you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend don't forget to come out to the geordie theater food fair this saturday august 27th from 11 to 4 at selwyn house school in westmount to uh, see us and do a bunch of fun food stuff it'll be great our theme music is by Zach, the Lonely Goat Herd Ingalls, and our cover art is by David High on the Hill Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but not least, the show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalat and I, as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. See you next week. You I'm Tevra Jemian, the producer and host of The Yeah! Podcast, a young adult lit review podcast focusing on amplifying the diverse voices in YA literature. Join us as we dig into the world of young adult books, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah! Podcast, available through the Upfront Network, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Hi, I'm Anthony Giorgio, host and producer of Queer Teen Podcast. Queer Teen Podcast encourages the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right listen learn and love as you get to know the next queer youth leaders of the world queer teen podcast celebrates elevates and narrates how the lgbtq plus community uses our voices to tell our stories you can find queer teen podcast on iHeartRadio, radio apple Podcasts, spotify and anywhere else to get your podcasts and please 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 subscribe today and don't forget to listen learn and love